Welcome to another exciting episode of the Josh Cast. I'd like to thank uh, all of my listeners for tuning into this. Which, that right there, that feels like such a joke that's been done before. It totally has. Um, I wish... There's a part of me that... I'm actually re-recording this. I tried recording this a few minutes ago, and then I, I realized um, that I was trying too hard. And I'm working on trying not to try too hard. So I'm trying too hard not to try too hard at this point. And I'm hoping that the trying too hard not to try too hard will balance each other out so it will appear as if I'm perfect and brilliant. And that's sort of been my MO for the past 36 years. Trying to appear perfect and brilliant and failing consistently on a day-to-day basis. Anywho, uh, there were two points of discussion I'd like to bring up, bring to the table. Two items on the docket. Number one, I was reading about how in uh, Houston somebody was trying to open a brothel for sex dolls. And I guess the way that it works is you go into the brothel and you could either purchase a sex doll and then take it to your home or more realistically bachelor apartment. Or you can go to this brothel and rent a sex doll, and take the sex doll into a private room. Renting a sex doll. Renting. As in, people have used this sex doll before. That's a, that's a lot to process right there. That really... I, you know, I would need to know um, how... And when it's being cleaned, there would need to be some kind of regulator. I would need I would need the dry I would need the dry cleaner to be right there saying no no I just washed this I just washed this today it's fine don't worry see it's got the red tag on it uh, that's that's what I would need in order to make that okay but the idea of renting a sex doll because apparently one of these places is already open in Toronto and. And renting a sex sex doll, I, I just here's my fear. My fear is that one day I'm going to need to fly to Toronto for something. So I'll go to Priceline.com and I'll put type in Toronto, and then it'll ask me, "Hey, while you're there, do you want to do you want to get a hotel?" And I'll say, "Sure." And then it'll say, "Hey, you know, because I'm Google and I'm Priceline and I know who you are, uh, do you want to rent a sex doll too?" And I'll go, "Whoa, whoa, wait a minute, wait, wait." Um, uh, uh, wow, wow, I, uh, that, and then, and then Priceline will say, did I cross the line? Should I not have asked that? And I'll say, yes, that you, you did. You totally crossed the line. What are the rates, just out of curiosity? And, uh, Priceline will offer me all the options, and then I'll say, well, I mean, I was going to rent just a two-seater, but if we're going to go with the sex doll orgy plan, I guess I'd better get the Suburban. I don't know. I just, I see this not, I see this not ending well on any level. Now, the, the, uh, the place in Texas, uh, is at this point not going to open because the Texas, the, the Houston mayor and the, the government of Houston, uh, said this is not, we're not allowing for this. You're not, uh, in fact, the, the, the mayor of Houston said, I think I'm paraphrasing this, uh, that people are not allowed to have sex with inanimate objects in a business. So, you know, don't mess with Texas. That's the lesson here. Do not mess with Texas. 
they will they will sh- not only will you're not allowed to have a sex doll if I believe because it's Texas if you are found with a sex doll in public they get to shoot the doll I'm pretty sure it's totally legal to do that um, you may want to check with an attorney but I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm right on the on the legality of that here's the problem with sex dolls that didn't even occur to me because I'm a, a stupid white male because I was do- reading some more research on you know what's you know what you know what's what's what would what could go wrong and the big thing that came up was women saying hey 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 this is a scary trend because this is going to cause men to further objectify women and that's uh you know that's not a good thing that's a big problem Interesting how there seems to be a proliferation of female sex dolls. You know, not seeing too many of the male sex dolls. I'm not hearing about the male sex dolls. Um, oh, I know why. <laughs> because uh, men are pigs. That's why. Because, um, well, you want to have, if a woman wants to have sex with a guy, it's not that difficult to go and find. I'm I'm digging myself into a it's a good thing there's only one or two people who listen to this podcast and that's me being optimistic because otherwise there'd be tweets and letters already about this but this is the one burning question I have burning question that phrase probably doesn't make sense with the sex stall then again if it has been properly washed at the dry cleaner and the dry cleaner is right there saying hey it's cool then there shouldn't be any of that but here's my question in this proposed brothel for sex stalls in the private room where one may take their sex doll. I want to know, more than anything else, how is the room decorated? Because knowing the prospective clientele, I would think that it would make sense to put a Blade Runner poster up. I think the person renting the sex doll might appreciate the irony of that. You imagine trying to, because you, you've got to furnish the room. It just can't be barren. That's probably one of those situations where you have to go and you have to get one of those, you know, non. No, I, not the words not non-invasive, but one of those, uh, you know, banal pictures of a lighthouse at sunset that that you see in any kind of Motel Six hotel room. You'd probably get one of those to put in the brothel. I would imagine. But the guys, you know, somebody's got to go out and shop for these rooms and they're going into a, you know, a Joanne's Fabric or an upholstery store saying, I need to get some bedding. Oh, yeah, well, what are you, you know, what are you working on? Well, it's a brothel for sex dolls. Oh. Oh, well, um, you know, what's your budget? Well, you know, we're, we're trying to keep it. We want it to look. We want it to look tasteful, but at the same time, you know, not too luxurious, because we all know who we are, you know. But on the other hand, you don't want the cliche trashy. All right, well, why don't, why don't we go with this 90s floral, print, 90s floral print? What about this? You know, it's, that's too flowery. That's, that's something a bit more neutral. Something, can you just get me something with stripes? Let's just get stripes for the bedding. Stripes. I like the feeling of stripes. Just blue and white stripes. Can we do that? That's a little nautical. Well... Yeah, all right, maroon and white stripes. That's better. We'll get that. All right, good. 
Okay, uh, second point of um, interest here. I was reading about how um, there's this artist named Banksy. He's a well-known graffiti artist. He um, makes art that makes political statements, and uh, they tried to auction one of Banksy's paintings, and as soon as somebody bought the painting, the painting self-destructed, which I think means that whoever bought the painting now has to accept the mission um, and go on an adventure with Tom Cruise where they're doing a bunch of amazing stunts and somehow surviving even though he's in his mid-50s. But anyway, this painting destro- it destroyed itself right when the person bought it. Now, I don't know, but I'm going to imagine that the point that Banksy is trying to make is that we are spending money on ridiculous things. And what we assign value to is absurd. And, not only is it absurd, what we are assigning value to is impermanent. It never lasts, and it doesn't ultimately mean anything. So the person bought this painting and it immediately self-destructed. And then I'm reading that because of this stunt, because it's now, you know, a famous artistic incident, the shredded painting may actually be worth more than what it would have been worth had it not been shredded. And if you're wondering how it was shredded, they... Apparently, Banksy added a shredding device that no one knew about in the bottom of the painting. And they think that he might have been in the room when somebody bought the painting, and he pushed a little button, and the, the painting uh, ripped apart. It feels like a Thomas Crown Affair plot point to me. Very much so like a Thomas Crown Affair plot point, actually. This feels like, like Pierce Brosnan is going to be starring in the movie version of this in two years. But here's the thing that, that strikes me, is that Banksy's trying to make a point that we're, that we're idiots, that we're spending money on ridiculous things. And in trying to make the point, he makes the very thing that is the, the, the crucible of that point twice as valuable as it was before. So I, what I feel like just happened is Banksy just said to a rich person who bought his painting, you're an idiot. And by saying you're an idiot, he has now made the idiot twice as rich. And that's the human race. That is that is the human race right there. That is why we... That is why there is no hope for us. That is why we are going to destroy ourselves right there. We all missed the lesson. Totally missed it. If we had gotten the lesson, we all would be creating a utopia where everyone had their needs taken care of and there was no more greed. We would, be, we would jump right into Star Trek, but that's not what's happening. We're jumping into best-case scenario, Babylon 5, worst-case scenario, probably uh, Mad Max. That's where we're going. I think Banksy will do well in the world of Mad Max. I think he will. I... I um, uh, the only problem is, is that, you know, because the world of Mad Max is so destroyed, any graffiti he does is just going to blend in with the Mad Max world. So, in, actually, he'll have to start painting, like, more Renaissance-style, you know, beautiful things as a counterpoint to the destruction of 
the, the destruction that he sees all around him. That's going to be that's going to be tough for well, not tough for him. I'm sure I'm sure he's a capable artist, but that's going to be annoying. I would imagine it's the last thing he wants to do is go into you know go back into perspective and renaissance. But you know he did. He warned us. He did everything he could to warn us, and we did not listen to the warning. We did not heed the warning at all. And that's where we're at with that. Okay, so here's my here's my final question. How do you think the Banksy uh, shredded painting would look in the room in the sex doll brothel? I think it would work well together. I think it would. I think thematically, it would totally work.